This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. It's Freestyle Friday here on Horses in the Morning, and I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for June 25th, episode 2712, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. So, Jamie, do you want to get the bad news out of the way right away on a Friday? Uh, we start with I bad guess. news. sucks. <laughs> so, uh, be serious here for a minute, and then we'll get back to silly silly Friday stuff. So, uh, my I, I posted this in the order room uh, about a month ago. My nephew is an Amazon seller, and big time, millions of dollars, eight warehouses full of Amazon product that he sells, all imported from China. And he sent me a message about a month ago that said, if you're going to buy anything, if you need anything major, buy it now because inflation is going to go through the roof and prices are going up. So I kind of warned the auditors that this guy knows. So the reason for it is, one, prices of stuff are going up out of China between tariffs and just price increases of raw materials. Two, shipping from China, he buys stuff by the container load. You know those containers you see on the ships, the big metal Mm -hmm. things? And a container would cost him a year ago $2,500 for shipping, just for the shipping. He will be paying over $20,000 in August. Good Lord. So the reason I'm bringing this up is I am I am hearing from retailers and wholesalers in the, in the horse world that the same thing is happening. The, the manufacturers have warned retailers as as of July 1st, prices of equestrian products are going up pretty much across the board because it's costing them so much to get them shipped from overseas, whether it's China or anywhere else. Shipping's just going through the roof. So if you're planning on buying something that you've been putting off, buy it now. Don't put it off anymore. Buy it this week. The sooner Glenn the just gave you the green light to go <laughs> shopping. Well, and that's how you can explain it to your husband. It's like it's free because it's going to be doubled. You know, it's going to be 50% more in a month. I, I am being serious. Prices are going to go up. We're going to see inflation on everything. I don't know if you've noticed that you go to the grocery store now and what you were buying for $125 is now $175. Um, and the quantities are smaller. So... I, you know, I hate to be a Debbie Downer on a Friday morning, but if you were looking at getting something, get it now. Now, the other thing that's going to be a nightmare this year, and we've had a couple of years like this since we've been on the air, is hay. Um, between the bad weather, it's been too wet in places, it's been too hot in places with no rain, it's, there's been drought, uh, prices of hay are going to be way up, and apparently just finding it is going to be an issue. Some people are having trouble finding it now, I noticed the post, so if you can get hay and you have room to stock hay, I would stock some hay, because I don't think we're going to see it improve, uh, you know, first cuttings are way down across the country, this isn't just in one section, so on average across the country, hay, hay production is way down because of weather. And I feel like we say this almost every year, but this year seems to be, you know, really bad in, in places. So just just my warnings for the day that, uh, 
you now have my permission to go out and spend money. All right, good. I went out last night, so I went to Oklahoma City. <laughs> I went and partied all because you just said that I have to. I don't that know I if that's to. exactly what I meant, but <laughs> we can, you can go with that. We're going to learn all about the Open Horse Show Association today. There's more associations popping up the more the more anti-USEF sentiment there is out there. There's more of these independent associations that are coming to the forefront. We're going to hear the latest equestrian Olympic news. We have a fun rhino story and some really bad ads. Plus, Jamie went out last night, so we'll hear about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, she, we, none of us get to do that too often anymore, so it's an event. It's, it's something it fun. It is. Yeah. It was so fun. Well, we have three auditors with birthdays today or this weekend. Veronica Moore, Brooklyn Smithson, and Jill Black Eckes. Happy birthday to Ekes. all Ekes. Happy birthday to all of you. I might see Jill. Uh, we're gonna have a we're actually having a meetup right near where she lives. So hopefully if she's not out in the helicopter, we can get together. And I have a second daily Winnie too. And this is to Horseware, one of our terrific sponsors. You saw this post this morning, I bet. Oh, everybody's seen this post. It is <laughs> just the cutest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. So the Utah, there's a uh, zoo in Utah named the Hogel Zoo. I guess that's how you say it. Uh, and they have an animal named Princess. Well, Princess got a new fly mask. And you're saying, why is that such big news? Because Princess is big. Princess is a rhino. And apparently Princess has been really bothered by the flies. And Horseware stepped up to design and make a special fly mask for Princess. Uh, Princess has eye allergies and uh, is, is easily bothered. And let me tell you what. This is one big fly mask. <laughs> you know, I I, lo I looked at this fly mask and I'm like, oh, princess is a rhino. First of all, great name for a rhinoceros. Yeah. And then like it's got these like pink piping and like some blue mesh. And all I could think of was how the hell did you get that thing on? That thing? <laughs> it has a hole for the horn. <laughs> It's so cute. Has a hole for the horn. The nose parts are really big because <laughs> this head is really big. So yeah, uh, good good job there, horseware. That's that's oh kind of neat. Oh my god! Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> We're gonna post Come a here. picture of that in our show notes. If you're one of the two people that haven't seen it in the horse world, it's been making the rounds today. Horseware does stuff like this though. They've worked with zoos in the past to make special blankets and things, and and usually they don't charge them. Usually, this is something Horseware does. Yeah, kind they of donated a, this as so. a special outreach. They are uh, they're they're a good company. They really do good work. So, we're proud of them, and we're proud to have them as a sponsor. Your turn. Okay, okay, I got to talk to the ladies out there. Have you guys ever had one of those dreams where you wake We're not allowed up to talk about those dreams on this show? No, no, no. Oh, it's different. different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and you can answer this too. Okay. Like you ever have a dream that your spouse was like cheating on you or something like that and you wake up mad at them? I feel like we've had this conversation with you before. We have, Glenn. We have. <laughs> because I have woken up super mad at my husband and I'm like, don't talk to me yet. I need to get some coffee and digest this and move past it. So you have that dream. Do you have any names spouse... in your dream? You can look them up on Facebook or? Well, it's not my turn, Glenn. Oh. 
Because yesterday morning, Chad woke oh. up and I was like, oh my God, I could not sleep. I didn't sleep very good. He's like, I didn't go to sleep till 4.30, really? And I was like, really? What happened? Why couldn't you sleep? He's like, well, if you wouldn't have had two boyfriends at the same time <laughs> while we were married, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. And I was like, oh, what? You, oh, he, he was fired up Glenn like he was like I mean he was seriously like upset when he woke up and I was like see it happens to you too it's not just me you always say I'm crazy and then you have the dream like you have any time to have boyfriends you never leave the damn house I I know and I was like what were their names that lead to it he was like I don't want to talk about it He's like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, babe, at least you got to give me some details. And he's like, it's, I'm, I'm trying to get it out of my head right now. So, like, I don't want to. Isn't it amazing how vividly real those dreams are, though? But son of a nutcracker, he was the one giving me such a hard time. <laughs> you have a dream, then you wake up like it's real, and I have to apologize. And so I sat down in the bed. I was like, listen, honey, I'm so sorry. That I did that, whatever, (laughs) all of those things that I did, I am really sorry for. And he was like, you know, that does make me feel better. I'm like, right? (laughs) That's what I was trying to get you to do is just apologize. Just don't say anything. Just apologize. Just apologize. And we'll move past it. But right now I'm mad at you. And so he, the tables were turned, my friend, and he got what he was was coming to him. That's what you get for making fun of me. (laughs) Okay, all you that are having weddings this year, this is what it's like. This, this is your life. But it's giving you, like, you don't have to be married. Like this is like stuff that happens with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Like it's but I am just feel like I am validated for my craziness because it happened to him. Boom. Mic drop. Also, I wanted to thank Allie for sending me a awesome email. She sent me an email with uh, pictures of her horse, both her horses. One's a Bashkir curly oh my god it's the stinking cutest thing i've ever seen anyway i love getting emails from listeners and uh, send me an How email jamie brush the curly ones you know i don't know because i was looking at the photos and the horses uh it's a bash gear curly pony and it just always looks sweaty even yeah. in winter like it just looks like curly hair to wet no i don't know what you do um, well, write back it, to her and tell her she needs to come on the show and tell us about this horse. We need to how know. How do you take care? Like, yes. I can't even hardly get my hair in a ponytail, much less like take <laughs> care of a. You know what I did, Glenn? Is I have I now have an Andalusian, right? And like part of their life is their hair. You know, their manes and their tails, and they're super thick and everything. And so pretty much I'm constantly every day having to maintain this mane and then uh, of miles. And then I have Stanley who had a long mane and I have Duke who had a long mane. And finally, about a week ago, I was like, that's it. It's enough hair. And I roached everybody's mane except for the Andalusian. I was going to say, you roached the Andalusian. I think there's a you go to jail for that. You go to jail for that. I knew better than that. But yeah, no, I was like, that's it. I can't take all. It's just too much hair. Just too much hair. So everybody roached. And then I have only one mane to take care of. There you go. Much easier. Much easier. Uh, Scooter kind of. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to Scooter. It was his birthday yesterday. He turned 14, believe it or not. Uh, wow! Yesterday, so he kind of roaches his own mane over the summer, so we don't have to worry. <laughs> kind of rips it all out, uh, so we don't have to worry about it. So you went to a comedy club last night. I haven't been to one of those in so long. Uh, what was that like? 
It was so fun. It was packed. It's like life is beginning to start again. And so I went to see Craig Robinson and he is, if you've ever seen the office, Daryl from the office. And he plays keyboard a lot in the office, but he actually plays keyboard in his show too. And he is just so funny. I'd seen him in Atlanta. So when he was coming here, I, I was like, you guys, we're going. So Chad and myself and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, we all went to the comedy club and it was, it was so fun. I mean, it was packed. People were laughing and just everybody just seemed really happy to get out. And I will tell you this, that I was dressed in like, you know, like I'm going out. I've got like a little cotton dress on with like a necklace. There were some girls there that were really excited to be out and they had not shown body parts in a while. And so there was a lot of things on display, a lot of high heels, a lot of it's a weird thing now where like girls dresses like there's like a sash across the boob and then there's like an empty spot all the way around the belly and then mm-hmm. like a little play and it's like i'm like i, I was like whoa hello like i can see side most boob of used you. to be re- risque and now it's a thing it's like you have to have side boob i mean <laughs> i'm sure people were looking at me like i can't believe she like covered everything up what a weirdo <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do you feeling old now? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally feel But I just like all I do is I look at people like that and I'm like, oh my God, your feet hurt so bad. <laughs> I I was like, once I had a kid, I was like, and high heels are no longer a thing with me. <laughs> I thought they'd be kind of no longer a thing after the pandemic, but apparently not. So Oh man, people are excited to be out. You know what I think is out is ties. I think ties have gone away. Men's ties. I'm not too sure. Except for Chad, I don't think anybody wears ties anymore. He's not married to a fighter, uh, an airline pilot. (laughs) I think nobody wears. We'll find out. I'm actually going out tonight, too. I'm going out with Charlotte and Kayla, host of the sales show, and and a couple other people, and we're heading over to one of the new restaurants at the World Equestrian Center, the hotel. Is this fancy? No, this is the semi-fancy one. Uh, So... I would say you probably should bring a tie just in case. No, 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 it's okay. And, and just get the one with the People clip. People go in riding talk. clothes into this particular, it's the pub. <laughs> the other restaurant, on the other hand, I did have a friend, they're a couple, they went there to the fancy restaurant, to the one, Stirrups, you know, you were making fun of it. Um, I wasn't making fun of it. They went oh, wait, to, yeah, I was. Yeah, you were. Stirrups yeah. makes me think of your feet up in the stirrups. Yes, as a yes, yes. Doctor. Well, um, <laughs> they went, and their bill for two people was $225. But it was good. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the guy said he, he likes a lot of food on his plate, and he said, it's more like French dining. You pay $225, and then I went out and got ice cream. So no, <laughs> I'd eat after dinner. Yeah. Dump myself up. That's what fancy restaurants are like. All right, let's go to our first guest today. And her name is Debbie Dunn, and she is with the Open Horse Show Association. We're going to find out what that is and what they do right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. She swallowed hard as they walked into the start box. She could feel his muscles tense under her leg. Five, four, three, Two, one, have a great ride. She didn't have to ask. He galloped out of the box and across the field toward their first training level course. His ears pricked, her heart pounded. He attacked each obstacle with confidence, clearing them with room to spare. A huge smile broke out on her face as she crossed through the finish flags. 
She leaned forward and buried her face in his neck. Their bond of love and trust blocked out all else. This love story is brought to you by Elevate. Research proven to have superior bioavailability. Elevate supplies the essential vitamin E often missing from the equine diet. Its all-natural formula supports healthy muscle and nerve functions. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, you know, with the recent kerfuffle with the World Equestrian Center, Ocala, and the USEF, and the NSBA that we've covered here on the show, that has brought into existence uh, national competition associations, or brought to the forefront some of these national competition associations. And some people had heard of them, and some hadn't. And Jamie and I got in trouble for having not heard too much about the NSBA uh, when we apparently should have. Well, there's another one out there called the Open Horse Show Association, and it's a, it's a national organization also and that's why debbie's here she's the founder of it so hi debbie good morning well debbie tell us about the association what do you guys do why why does it exist okay well the open horse show association started back in 2012 um we are a national organization we literally have members from hawaii to maine and florida to washington we're still looking for our first alaskan member but we also have a Probably about 20 to 25% of our members are from Canada. So I guess we're actually international now. <laughs> so, um, it started because it seemed like a lot of people at the open horse show level were people who wanted to show at the AQHA World Show or the, the large A-rated jumper shows, but they couldn't for one reason or another. Time, money, travel. And I thought, well, you know, these people work just as hard. You know, they want to have that national title or that recognition. So we started OSHA with that in mind, so that people that show at the backyard shows, the local associations, 4-H, they can compete against other people across the whole country and earn awards. It's similar to a lot of people are familiar with the American Paint Horse Association Um pack program where the paint horses can show at local shows and earn points for certificates and awards for the through three of them. The difference with us is we're open to any breed, um, ponies, draft horses, mules, donkeys, <laughs> we'll take them all. And we have, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, 12 disciplines now to anything from in-hand classes, hunt seat, Western, um, saddle seat, gated, ranch horse, timed events, so barrel racers can join too, um, all kinds of things. And the big distinguishing thing between us and these other organizations is um, we, we do have this all-inclusivity. We really listen to our members. We had a member, gosh, I guess it was about four years ago, contact us and say, hey, I have a child who's an exceptional rider. I don't see a place for him in your program. And I thought, well, let's fix that. So we started the exceptional rider uh, division. So people with disabilities can participate in any of the classes we offer at their local shows, and they have their own division. So they're competing with similarly situated individuals. Okay, so we thought that was important. Before you go on, let me clarify. So are you running your own classes at these local shows, or are people submitting their results from local shows to you? How does it work? 
the second one. They submit their competition form. So they fill out the form. They get the show secretary or manager to sign off on it, approving that, yes, this is the number of horses that were in the class. This is how they placed. And this was, you know, the date and et cetera of the show. We do audit. So I'd say about 40 to 50 percent of our competition forms that are submitted are audited. So we go back to those organizations and ask them to pull up their records and verify that what we have is correct. Because we, we try to be as accurate and uh, inclusive as possible, but we want to make sure that everybody is submitting correct. And, and mistakes do happen. So but, it's in effect, it's like so you're competing in two horse shows at once. It, it, true, absolutely. And I know some of the folks, uh, they also do the pack, or they have the Appaloosa has the open competition program. So there's several other similar ones, but they're just not open to everybody, including great horses. And, and we are, we, you know, we welcome all of them so and, how, and all the disciplines. I know they're... So what do you do? Okay, so everybody submits, let's say you got a bunch of uh, jumpers for this case, okay? So, mm-hmm. or hunt seat or whatever, and they're submitting their results. Uh, then you take those results and is it cumulative throughout the year? What do you do with them then? Yep. The, 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 the meat of our program and what we started with was just a year-end awards program. So at the end of the year, we've totaled all the points up and we give out awards. <laughs> it started out with just, I think, 10 awards our first year. Last year, for 2020, we gave out 557 awards. Whoa. Total value over $25,000. So (laughs) it's a a big undertaking to pull all of that together, all of the awards. And we try so hard to not give multiple duplicates. So if someone gets second place in a class in three different classes, we don't want to send them halters, three halters. I mean, so we try to do something a little different. Um, so they may get one halter and they'll get a bridle or they'll get a, a plaque or a trophy or a ribbon or, you know, whatever the, that value for that award that they've won is. So we give out overall 10th, overall through 10th, first through 10th. The first place always gets a saddle of their choice. Wow. Um, That's not pretty nice. 2020, but 2019, <laughs> it is. 2019, the person asked if she could get a harness instead because she was doing some driving. And I said, absolutely. So we found a, a nice harness for her uh, in that same you know, price range. So she was happy with that. And, and we, we do that each year. So whoever's the overall, we talk with them and say, do you want a hunt seat saddle, a barrel saddle, a Western saddle, show saddle, training saddle, et cetera, and try to get them something that they can use. We don't want it to just be, oh yeah, I got a saddle and now I can't use it. It doesn't fit my horse. It doesn't fit me. We want them to use it. And then we also, in addition to the top 10 overall, then we do top 10 in each discipline. So Western has the top 10, Hunt Seat has top 10, Walk Trot Hunt Seat has top 10, et cetera. So all of our, our disciplines. The winner there always gets a buckle. Um, reserve usually gets something like a, we, uh, we have an awesome buckle company called Most Wanted Custom Silver. They do a great job for us and do some beautiful jewelry. So second place, as long as they're female, normally, I haven't found any nice male jewelry that I like. They'll get a, a bracelet or necklace pendant or something like that. And then, it, you know, we go down from there. And then each class. And since we have 12 disciplines, we have, I want to say, 120-ish classes. Top 10 in each class get something. So first place may get a nice trophy or a ribbon or a halter or a bridle, et cetera. Um, 
So this one oh. one must be a record keeping nightmare. That's the first thing I think of when I hear this. <laughs> um, but you guys, you guys were kind of already doing quote unquote really the virtual thing before before it became popular last year. Um, when when kind it, of yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was real. It was live shows only for a while, and then and then COVID hit. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, so I, you know, I don't know why somebody wouldn't do this if they're going to shows anyway. Yeah, it's and, and we're not we're not expensive. Our only cost to our members is our membership fee. For an adult, it's twenty five dollars, and a youth, it's twenty dollars for a year. And then if per year, wow. and it includes one horse. If they have multiple horses, they can add more horses for ten dollars a horse. So it's really oh, that's nothing. Pretty cheap. <laughs> that's it's nothing. very economical. That's, that's a that that's an eighth of a tank of gas nowadays. So that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so when when COVID hit last year, we thought, oh well, this is going to be it for OSHA. <laughs> no one's going more shows. We've got you know our members are you know what they've been able to submit January and February is it. So what are we going to do? And we looked around, and there were one or two other places that had been doing some virtual shows. And I thought, you know, why can't that concept work for us? Why don't we hold our own and open it up and help other groups hold their virtual shows? So we've done that. And last April was our first virtual show. And we get, I'd say, close to 200 entries every month for our virtual show. Mm. And so that was sort of like the second spoke in the wheel of OSHA. We started doing our own virtual shows and we've continued and we're doing them every month. We just started June, our summer series, which are dressed down so people can wear their t-shirts or, you know, less dressy clothes. They still have to be tack appropriate. We have um, OSHA carded judges. Um, we card judges also for the Open Horse Show Association and we only use our carded judges for our shows. So, uh, so that was kind of stepping our toe into hosting our own shows. I personally, I've hosted shows for many other organizations over the years, which is where this sort of grew from. But um, OSHA had not held any OSHA's hosted shows until that point. So well, that was I, a big, a big I, step for us. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think that anything we can do to get people to feel like they're more included. You know, I talked about the whole WEX and, you know, the USEF. And, of course, there's mm -hmm. lots of anti-USEF stuff going on right now. And, and part of that is because of the inclusivity. Um, people do feel like, one, that, that horse shows are getting too expensive, that, you know, th all the things we've talked about a hundred times in the past. Um, but this just yeah. gives them another outlet to, for one, for recognition, two, it's kind of fun, and they might win something, right? So it's, and it's right, not absolutely. making them do something extra. You know, they don't have, well, they, they have to yeah. get a paper signed, but they don't have to, you know, spend another thousand dollars to go to a horse show. So I think this is, right. this is great. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, where can people find out more? Where do they go? Uh, www.ohsa.com. Www That's showosa.com. A lot of people mix up our name and go OSHA, like the regular regulatory right. OSHA right. safety. <laughs> so it's OH, it's the Open Horse Show Association. All right, cool. Well, I'm so glad you included driving our, too, because we're we're horse people too. I'm a driver, so yeah. uh, absolutely. We, We've got quite a few drivers, minis all the way up to drafts. So, well, thank you, Debbie, for joining us. We really appreciate it. It is show s h o w o h s a dot com. We'll put the link in our show notes and uh, keep up the good work. I know how hard it is to do something like this and to track it all. So good for you. 
Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you. There you go. When you get back to showing, you can now compete in a second show and not have to do anything extra. Man, I really want to take up, take up driving. You should. And or endurance <laughs> riding. You did so well at both. <laughs> I know. I'd be a fail. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to go on here. I wanted to talk about something, though, that came up uh, in my newsfeed this morning. And that is there there was a study that was done. And it was done, it was an online study with 2,200 responses from individuals in 49 states. And what they were studying, they were trying to, you know, determine what's it going to take to get the horses that the Mustangs that are sitting in holding facilities now still 50,000. There's approximately 95,000 total wild horses. And they're talking about they need to get the numbers of wild horses down, which means there's going to be more in holding. And what do do we do? So they did a kind of an extensive uh, survey. I won't go through all the questions and everything, but it targeted horse owners 18 and older. And as I said, they had about 2,300 respondents. And what it showed was that about 9% of the respondents said they have never, nor would they ever consider adopting a wild horse. And actually, I thought that was, I thought that was low. I thought that would be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and that more than 90% of the respondents were receptive at some level to adopting a horse. And what the American Horse Council has determined is it's about 1.6 million households in the U.S. that own a horse. I thought it was higher than that, but it's 1.6 million households in the U.S. that own a horse. And they did their calculations, and if just 4 to 5% of the horse-owning households would adopt one Mustang, the surplus would be eliminated completely. So... Yeah. uh but you know, four to five percent of anything's a lot. Uh, so you you need you know you need you still need you know fifty to seventy thousand households to adopt a Mustang. And I think the problem with that too, one you know, some people are rightly don't want to take on a Mustang, and those people probably shouldn't. We've had this discussion before, right? Not everybody's a, a horse trainer, you know. Not everybody should be. Not everybody should have a Mustang, but. Um, but, you know, you've got this situation with all of these horses there. So, I, you know, I, when you think about it in that terms, well, 4 to 5% of the population that owns horses just took one more, we'd eliminate the problem. But, but I don't see that happening. And they tried the incentive, you know, giving $1,000 out. And that you and I thought at the time that that was ripe for problems. And it turned out it did have problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, giving people $1,000 to adopt them attracted uh, people who probably shouldn't have had them in the first place in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't still know what the answer is, and I don't think the survey had an answer. I, I think that education is what they came back and said was the answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a perfect segue to let everybody know that tomorrow they are uh, adopting out 14 of the prison-trained Mustangs at the Northern Nevada Correctional Center. Oh, where you got yours. Where Zeus and Thor both came from. And that, to me, is such a great way for people to adopt a wild horse because that initial drama has been taken out of it. And these horses are all under Because these trained to a certain level. Yes, to a certain level. I mean, some (laughs) inmates have better sense of horse, you know, savvy <laughs> than others. And some horses are more difficult than others, but you guys, if you want go to my Facebook page, it's, uh, I started a Facebook page for the prison and it's NNCC 
adopted wild horses and burrows and you just asked to be a part of it. But, uh, uh, so I, I, I put the list of horses up. Oh my gosh. These horses are stunning. Stunning. Is Chad glad you live further away now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would, I'd go up there. So the first one is a buckskin. The second one is a paint. The next one is like a really like a chestnut kind of paint. Both of them overo. Next one is a gruya. The next one is a black and white paint. And then you've got a black couple black horses, couple bay horses, really stunning looking group uh, of horses. So definitely go check that out. You can go to blm.gov and uh, look for these adoption catalog or go to Northern NNCC adopted wild horses and burrows on Facebook and see it there because, Oh my gosh, stunning. And you do have to be present to adopt them. So you'd have to actually go, which I did twice from Phoenix. So it was really, really fun. All right. Very good. Well, let's do an Olympics update quick. And uh, by the way, auditors, we'll have a post show for you. I have some fun uh, lottery stories. We haven't talked about the lottery lately, but if prices are going up on everything, then maybe we should, I should start playing again. I haven't played in a while. Well, Olympic update uh, for our friends down under. We have quite a few listeners down in Australia and New Zealand. Well, New Zealand announced their horse and rider pairs for show jumping. And Bruce Gooden and Back Backatorps Danny is one of them. Uh, Daniel Meach in Cinca 3 and Sharn Wordley in, with Verdini are going to be your team. And actually, it's a pretty good team. They've all been doing pretty well. So I know that uh, New Zealand is very excited about that particular team. But the Australians are more excited. You know the name Anthony Hoy. He's going to compete in his eighth Olympics after being named on the Australian team Friday, 37 years after his debut in the 1984 Los Angeles Games. He's a three-time gold medalist, and he will stretch his record of the most Olympic appearances by an Australian athlete. While he's age 62, he becomes the oldest male competitor ever from Australia. Now, he's not alone, though. Uh, he will be joined by a grandma by the name of Mary Hannah, who's 66, aboard her horse, qualifying for her sixth Olympics and the first Australian woman to do so and the oldest ever. So it, what that tells me is whatever they're eating and drinking in Australia is working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These guys are lasting a while. So, yeah. If it, they don't get, you know, like killed by some sort of major predator that right, Australia or, also or has. one of the 12 deadly snakes they have. You know, it's The strong <laughs> survive in Australia and they go to the Olympics. Isn't that cool, though? So very yeah. good. I'm I just so excited for, for all of them down there. And, of course, we do have a lot of listeners down there. So we'll be rooting for them as well as the United States. All right, let, I have a list for you, and so I'm going to give you a choice. I have two lists, actually. Uh, would you like to hear about the five types of horsey parents you might see at a horse show, or the five horses you will certainly have in your lifetime? Um, my parents really never came to horse shows, so let's go with the other one. <laughs> I think that's one of the options, though, uh, on the five. Uh, horse show parents oh. was ones that never showed up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see if you and I have, and at home, you can play along too. Five horses you almost certainly have. Let's see if we've had these yet, okay? Because we might not have had one of these yet. Well, everybody's had this one, their first one. Well, most everybody has had their first one. Uh, Your first one is one you remember fondly, it says. I would argue with that. 
Not everybody has fond memories of their first one. Uh, your first one was Snowball, right? Um. Well, so, so this is the first horse you that, remember fondly? That, no, that you have owned. Your first horse that you owned. Okay. Well, my first horse that I owned was a horse named Misty, and she was 30 when we got her. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't make it too long <laughs> in the family. And then Snowflake came next, yes. And do you remember uh, Snowflake fondly? I very I remember her very fondly. Okay, good. She I mean she was a nightmare. Like she's like the worst <laughs> thing ever. My parents bought her from a you know those pony parties where you have them they're attached to like a little mini thing and they walk circles. Well, this is um this this sentence is good. just describes that perfectly. Their challenge, this is the parents, lied in juggling safety with a modest budget and trying to keep you in one piece while your youth and inexperience meant you likely uh, wanted to go fast and jump high and fell off a lot. So. I don't think that my parents wanted to keep me safe. <laughs> so they bought this horse, this pony from one of those like pony party things, and that does not mean that they are trained. It means somebody can sit on their back. It means they and go in circles mare, really well. <laughs> she did not stop. She did not turn. You couldn't catch her, and all. I mean, and I had her for years, and I, you couldn't put a saddle on her. No way. So I just rode her bareback with a, and a, I had to keep a halter on her all the time, and to get her we had like a little stall that we would dump grain in and i would hide in the stall my mom would go dump grain and then she'd close the door well as it (laughs) says here it taught you perseverance and how to stay in the saddle how to have a yeah darn right that's the (laughs) that's the pony that i was like you know what we're just gonna get we just galloped everywhere she didn't walk we just galloped and i remember galloping straight up to the house and she ran smack into a tree just face first bam (laughs) it's like Okay, so I have to steer. Self-preservation isn't good in this one. (laughs) And I learned that I need to be in charge of where they go. Mine was Piper. I've talked about Piper before. The pony, uh, driving pony I had that taught me how to drive. The um, ex-Amish pony we bought at New Holland Auction for $90. And I thought, because this pony was amazing and was amazing for years, lived to 40-some, I thought that every pony after that was going to be perfect like, like Piper was. And I was wrong. Um, And that leads us to number two. (laughs) That leads us to number two, the one that just went wrong. We've all had one of these. The horse you bought with so much promise and prospect. You're starting your journey full of enthusiasm and clunk. (laughs) Uh, So which one is that for you? Is like, would it be like a, like, well, we'll see this, this, this last one that I had Parker that I had for four months, you know, I just trained him and trained him and he just never got any better. And of course it turns out he has like massive kissing spine. That's like, so that one, I really was, oh, man, I went and visited him with him yesterday at horse and hound. So he's at horse and hound now. And I just went and snuggled him. I just loved him. And yeah, he just couldn't do it. But behavior wise, I can't. I can't think of one that I just didn't push through, you know? <laughs> I can think of but, one that's been a challenge. Now, you love him to death, but he's been a challenge. <laughs> oh, God. Zeus. Zeus. Hashtag I mean, Zeus. Yeah, I think Zeus, he, Zeus might fit in this category. <laughs> yeah, he is very challenging. And I really think that if I didn't have Monty Roberts, that Thor would have been a mess, too, you know? But, like, you know, when you have Monty Roberts giving you a lesson every day because your horse is running away with you, <laughs> that one probably would have been my worst 
my worst purchase ever, my first Mustang. But turns out he was amazing. And I like the last line. And this is on Horse and Hound, by the way. I like the last line. It says on the one that just went wrong. By the end, your bank account has used been used more times than you'd actually managed to ride him. <laughs> God bless. That's true. And then I'm like, he's so gray and he's so pretty. I need to get him. And he had a red blanket. And I was like, it looks so good in red. So I got like a red saddle pad and I got red wraps on his legs and I like red everything. And guess what I have now? A chestnut. Guess what color looks <laughs> terrible on a chestnut? Red. <laughs> I have so much red crap <laughs> bought for this dang horse. Uh, Mine was my set, my first Hackney Pony, because we also bought him at an Amish auction for a little more than $90, though, and found out he was the roadster champion in Ohio after we got him home, which meant he drove like a Ferrari. Now, you got to remember, I never formal dra- training or training with driving at all. I'm a horse husband. And looking back, I'm shocked that horse didn't kill me. And (laughs) I should not have been driving that pony. I really shouldn't have. Jennifer wouldn't even get in the cart with me. She was, she was so afraid. And I would take that pony everywhere. I just didn't know any better. All I knew is I was going there fast. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Don't get there. (laughs) How about the ultimate one? Quite often, this guy would fill the role of a second or third pony or horse. Your riding was still improving, but you obtained enough experience during your childhood that you could just bring more skills to the table. And he just turned out to be the ultimate horse. Uh, it would probably be demure for me, the warm blood that mm. recently I had to put down because of old age. But I I took that horse and competed. We went to the AECs, which is the American Eventing Championships. He just went everywhere. I started him as a three-year-old and took him all the way there. I ended up selling him when he was 13 because he just could not stay sound at training level. Like he just, he just was, I was just hurt. I kept hurting him. So he went on to be a lower level hunt horse, uh, event horse. And then a hunt horse for a woman in Colorado. And, uh, I always said, you know, Hey, when he, when you're done with him, I will want him back. Cause he gave me over 10 years of his life. And so I did, I was able to bring him back here and we had it for about two years. And so he, yeah, he's now in the, in the pasture laid to rest. And I'm glad that I was there for that, you know. I think, you know, I think I have to put Scooter in that category right now. You know? Yeah. He, I do have to put Scooter there because, you know, he's just, I know he was not a bomb-proof superstar, that's for sure. But he's taught me a lot. He's taught me patience uh, more than I've had in the past. Even with some of the, the problem with, I had ponies and percherons. So I had both ends yeah. of the, you know, I had both ends of the spectrum. But the percherons were really not a problem. They were just sweet, big you know, doofuses. Um, it, it's the ponies that have been Send more your complaints to Jennifer. <laughs> well, they are. Anybody that's had a percher on knows what I'm saying. They're just sweet, except when they step on your toe, and then it, then it hurts a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I love those guys. Joe, especially the one I had that was like 18 and a half hands, was, a, was a, just a charmer. Everybody loved him. But the, this scooter is definitely the one, I think, my ultimate one, because he's just got so much personality. I mean, you can even see in the pictures I posted. He's just got personality everywhere yeah um the one that got away we've all had these the shouldn't i shouldn't i moment cost you big time when the horse you had your eye on but couldn't make up your mind was taken away man i did that like I, about a year ago i just had my facebook memories you know when when my hu- when we had a horse named oki uh that my husband adopted he was like, we have to keep this horse. Lucas was riding her. She's like right off the track and she's just so gentle and Chad rode her and Lucas rode her and everything. And then the next horse that came in for training was a horse named Cowboy. And 
Oh my God. I, I mean, that horse, was, he was here like three weeks and he would lay in the field and I could lay on top of him and I rode him and I just loved him. I was popping him over cross rails and doing little jump courses after a couple of weeks. And I loved him so much, but I had just adopted the last one. Thanks, Chad. And so I ended up taking it back to the rescue and it hurt so bad. And I cried unloading him at the rescue because I just knew he was supposed to be mine. And he actually got it. Like the people, there were some people interested in him, which I didn't know. And they showed up 10 minutes after I dropped him off and adopted him. And I keep in touch with him all the time. And he has the best life and the best home, but he should have been mine. You realize you're still a teenage girl, right? I totally am. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote Peter this morning and Chad just texted me. He's like, he took a picture of me riding. He's like, look, you smile. I'm like, I totally love horses. You are like, a I teenage just, girl. <laughs> if I wasn't married to a man who didn't do horses, my home would be decorated like a 12-year-old girl. The horse pictures, horse wallpaper, everything. Still have the horse I, illustrated posters on the wall. <laughs> totally. Oh my God. I just, I do. I just love horses. I just love riding. I love being around them. I'll, I'll go down the bar and he's like, it's, it's Jamie, it's 96 degrees. I was like, well, I know. And they're hot. I want to make them cool. I give them bath. Like, 16, my 16 year old co-host. <laughs> Am I even allowed That's to true. pay you at this point? I don't know. <laughs> and then the last one on this horse and hound article, by the way, if you want to see the article for yourself, or if you're just thinking about the horses you had, it's called five horses you will almost certainly have in your lifetime. And the last one is the one that taught you the most. Perhaps the youngster you bought or a problem horse that you decided to take a chance on. And all the time, it felt like the blood, sweat, and tears put into this horse just wasn't worth it. But looking back, it's the one that taught you the most. Are you guys bored of me talking about my horses? Because like I can keep going. So <laughs> This is I the last a, one. So I got an off-the-track thoroughbred when I was 10. My parents really tried to kill me. And I had him until I was 28. And he was like a brother. And I, that Marche was just my heart, heart, heart. But the one that taught me the most, the hardest horse ever that I've ever trained was Jet, um, which I, that's how I became the that girl moniker um, because he was just. I adopted him from the sheriff's department for like, you know, 400 bucks and took him. I got him all the way up through training and he was, but he was such a monster. Like he was, he was an angry elf. We yeah, called him. Long, <laughs> long time listeners remember the jet stories. Yeah, he was <laughs> tough, but my God, you know, I, I, it's funny now, like I just got this horse from horse and hound yesterday and I brought him in. He's like this big 16, three hand bay horse. And he just comes off the trailer. He's just like, Aah! and I like laugh. Like, you have no idea what I have been through. Like, nobody scares me. Nobody could ever scare me like that horse did. <laughs> like, every horse is easier compared to that one. And I made <laughs> that one work. So, by God, whatever. Well, that's it. That's it for this list. You can find it, uh, the link to it, if you want to go read the article at Horse and Hound. I'll put it in the show notes today. But now it is time for what's it time for, Jamie? Can play it. I'm looking for it. Pay, pay, pay I was, I, that was that. There you go. That was your. That was your cue. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. 
That's right. It's time for some really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads from either Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little fun reading them, and we give out prizes. Now, horse lovers didn't give me the prizes yet, but they're going to. They're getting them together. <laughs> they're going to be amazing. They're going to be great. I did talk to them this week because they're also sponsors of the road show. So uh, they're going to be providing some giveaways and things along the way. So if you come out and meet us on the road show at one of the meetups, we're going to have some goodies for you of different kinds. So, uh, And maybe the hosts that are putting us up will have some goodies as well. But uh, So Horse Lovers, good company. Head on over to horselovers.com. They have the largest selection of horse products in the country. And remember what I said about buy it this week uh, because prices are going up. Well, they're going to be going up across the board everywhere. So head on over to horselovers.com now. But in the meantime, everybody that has submitted in the last uh, week or whatever it is, since we haven't announced the prizes, are going to be entered to the next batch. So don't worry about that. And who submitted that we aren't going to get to today? Um, Let's see. We got Rachel, Michelle, Anna, and Amy all submitted, but we're, we'll get to our best to get to all, all of them. All right, very good. And um, I d- I'm thinking if I have Avery's here, and it says that we have a sound file from Avery, so let's see if this is it. Hi, everyone. This is an ad from a the Goldendale Trail Riders Facebook group. Typically, this group is for putting together trail rides on local state parkland, but someone's advertising a horse, so here we go. Trying to rehome his three-year-old mare. She's green broke. She saddles, halters, bright owls, shoes, loads, easy temperament, has had about five to ten rides on her, should be a good horse for someone that has time. Not sure what that means, but she's kind of pretty if anyone needs a horse in southwest Washington. <laughs> uh, yeah, I sometimes I read these and I'm like, I don't know what I, I just I think that read. means there's, uh, that he got kicked out and the horse goes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah. Um, Faye sent the next one in, and it's a cute little uh, filly, little dark, kind of darker colored buckskin, and I'm assuming that's what they meant to say was – the ad is from Central Georgia Horse Classifieds and Horse Free Cycle serving Atlanta to Florida. Oh, we had one of these last week. Um, so Faye's been shopping on there, and she <laughs> found a snooty buckskin yearling filly loads on a two-horse trailer. Ties picks up all four feet. That's it. That's I, all it does. <laughs> that's all it does. It, uh, But it is snooty, so yeah. be careful. Sooty. Sooty buckskin. Not snooty buckskin. All right. You're next. Uh, Lindsay sent this one in. Uh, cow catching $1. If... <laughs> If you I have didn't a, know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't either. If you have a loose, lost, or hard-to-handle cattle, we can help. We use trained dogs and horses to help locate and bay cattle. B-A-Y, cattle. We travel and are reasonably priced. You know, I know that she lives in, like, Illinois or Indiana, so maybe that's a thing out there. Loose cattle, they, they come and get them. I guess so. You got a cow lost called this uh, investigator. We had <laughs> two cows when we had our first hunt farm and got loose, and we found them in the neighbor's barn. And it's interesting that they never told us they found our cattle. And as Jennifer found them in the neighbor's barn, the truck was pulling up to put them in it. No yep. way. Yep. She just nice went neighbors. riding and heard cows mooing and went to the neighbors. And uh, she was looking for the cows on horseback. And sure enough, there they were. That is like people get shot for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's cattle get, wrestling. Hang on. Get a rope. 
Um, Laura sent the next one in and it comes from Northern California Tack Horse and Ranch Trades. And Chad has been standing over my shoulder reading this laughing. So let's see what we get. Um, functional have song- a job. No, I know. He's like always here. <laughs> Except for when he's not. A functional, solid-built, ugly AF trailer <laughs> with questionable paperwork. But good tires and easy to haul. Need something that screams pokes... Po- Need something that screams post-apocalypse redneck? Something <laughs> with working wiring, but every time you'll wonder how. Need a trailer that'll haul wood, trash, or a gaggle of preteens while on dirt roads? You want more tie-down spots than a hopped-up Toyota truck masking as an off-road vehicle? Oh, damn, do I have the trailer for you. Slaps aside the trailer. This trailer will hold 20 gates or 20 goats or three very put out mules. <laughs> Don't ask. I was a teenager and there was a bet on the line. <laughs> this beast is built out, out of aggressively reacquisitioned old school steel and wood welded together with a love hate relationship with stability and beer. <laughs> and now prepared for its next life. Just not in my yard. <laughs> this beast is built out of, Oh, I already yeah. read that part. Let's see. Um, front Jack's work. Just on the nose, though, because I was lazy and hand walked it into place. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's not uh, that real- big. You can pick it up, is what he said. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, really, and all things, it is a solid trailer that you can use for about anything. It has clearance so you can haul on dirt roads. It has heavy springs and the frame is sturdy and tank like. It has permanent plates, and I have the questionable paperwork in hand. <laughs> <laughs> and Boulder Creek needs a two-inch ball hitch buyer come and pick up right now. <laughs> and as trailers go, it's in better shape than some we've had. Is it? <laughs> well, the tires are full. They have air. Okay. Okay. It's just the, I don't know, the plywood that's cracking and falling away. <laughs> well, he didn't say to put your horse in it. He said you could put your mule in it. See, or teenagers. Yeah, so. or teenagers. <laughs> and we don't care if they fall through. So that's fine. No. I think well-written, though. That was well-written. All right, Scott sent this one, and we love when Scott reads them. Scott's been off-duty here for a while, where it's about time he gets back to work. Come on, Scott. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia. So I was listening to Really Bad Ads last week, and there were a lot of complaints from our from our beloved hosts about <laughs> the lack of punctuation in, in the ads they're reading. And I came across one, I think it was shared in Auditors, that really just provides enough punctuation and capitalization to make up for possibly the last year of uh, (laughs) missing punctuation. So it was posted by a guy about a parade in Teleco Plains, Tennessee. And it goes, and there's so many periods and capitalization, spunkered by Teleco Plains Police Department Parade. We are getting close now to the July 4th, Teleco Plains 4th July Parade Sunday at 2 o'clock. All <laughs> lined up for horses and classic cars and classic tractors and floats is at the Teleco Community Center at 132 Bank Street, Teleco Plains, 10378385 at 1.30. They will be a horseback rider contest. Best rider, dress in red, white, Blue wins 20 bucks gift card from Walmart and they's a 
<laughs> wagon rider dresses wagon in red, white, blue wins 20 bucks gift card and best classic car contest wins a Walmart gift card space, 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 <laughs> and best classic tractor space, space, dot space, space dresses in red, white, blue wins a Walmart gift card period space, 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 and best float wins a Walmart gift card space, 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 Jim Stewart. Teleco police will pull any kids in the little red wagons. So got kids, have them at the Teleco. Community center around <laughs> 1.15 or one thirty. Police pull kids in parade. Okay. Jeb Brown. Chief police of Teleco City. Jeb, our grand marshal of the parade. Jeb will lead the parade. Space, 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 space. This 4th July parade is spunkered by Teleco planes. <laughs> police department. Space, 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 space. I want to thank Carrie Wakefield. She helping us with the parade. She rides a horse. Great family loves town Teleco, Texas. Road, house, steakhouse is a sponsor for the Teleco July 4th parade, Texas. Roadhouse going to sponsor oh bags, peanuts. Well, peanut grip, if we riders will throw bags, peanuts to you visitors that comes and watches the parade on the streets. And candy to throw by horse riders. Teleco hasn't had a 4th of July parade in years, years. Me and Teleco Plains Police Department bringing back the 70s, 80s classic parade for our town. And people, if done, got riders from Nashville and State Georgia coming. All riders, all classic cars, classic 4th space. I want to thank the Teleco Police Department, Spunkor, puting the July 4th parade on thanks from all of us. Come and enjoy a memory classic parade this July 4th. Town, Teleco Plains TN, 37385. And the girls, Menorah County, Trick Riders. We'll be here do tricks parade like they did our Christmas parade. Thank you. Thank you. God, that's hard to do. (laughs) That's hard to read it that way. I have got to give it up for Scott. (laughs) That was impressive. That is hard to read. Oh my god, my brain hurts after like <laughs> I'm gonna talk like that in my head to myself all day. Who sponsored oh, the parade again? Dave. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know, Glenn, because it was spunkered. spunkered. <laughs> it was spunkered. Oh, and you know what? That was well read. You are in Teleco Plains, Tennessee, and you gonna win a prize. It damn well better be a twenty dollar gift card from the Walmart. <laughs> I mean, what else you got to live for? It's a Walmart gift card. Get up in there. I mean, you know, here I'm in Oklahoma, and it's the only place to go shopping is Walmart. They got everything, Glenn. They got everything. You can get a tire, and you can get groceries, and you can also get some face cream. They got everything at the Walmart. Freya. Freya? Freya. Freya? Freya sent this one in. I think it's a new name for us. Horse for sale, $600. This is Springville, Iowa. Boomers, 12 years old, and we're pretty sure, but maybe a year or two on either side of that. Boomers broke to ride, but needs someone with more experience. He is not spooky, but stands when he is afraid. Stands still when he is afraid. He ties great, but when he gets impatient, he paws and moves around a little. Did you notice that every sentence here has a but? He picks up his feet fine, but the farrier says he still needs more work because he gets pushy. He leads over obstacles, 
say it, I'll say it together. But you have to be careful because he tries to step on your toes. Wow. He tacks up awesome, but you have to be careful. Oh, I said that one already. He does not stand very still for mounting everybody together, but it's an easy fix. (laughs) I'm just not the one to fix it. Uh, He is on the lazy side, but will move out of fast. He doesn't back very well. There's no but there. There's no but there. (laughs) He just doesn't. I mean, there's no but. He hits his lessons. He has a beautiful purebred Appaloosa leopard coat. But I can't find his registration certificate right now. I bet you can't. I will send it to you when I find it. I bet you will. I'll just look for that in the mail sometime I mean, soon. Here's the thing. He tacks up awesome, but uh, he's but, but, hard to bridle. So yeah. then he does not tack up awesome. Every one of these butts was he does not do the thing you just said he does. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't stand still for money, but it's an easy fix. Well, then fix it. <laughs> I love oh the, God. I mean, this you know, uh, he's not even sure how old he is, but he has the papers, just can't find them right now. Oh, my mm. God. They're, he picks up his feet fine. Yeah, my guess is if you it. have them, they're in the dashboard of your truck underneath all the other papers that you haven't seen in 20 that years. That is just a terrible, awesomely <laughs> terrible ad. So thank you very much, Freya, for sending yeah. that one. But in. Freya, we he, thank you. We thank you. Yes. Yeah. Deanne sent the next one in, and this is in Hereford. Which I think is Texas. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. It uh, it's a Craigslist ad, and it's called Balding Face Painter Horse. <laughs> <laughs> what? Balding Face Painter Horse for only two hundred and fifty dollars. One great horse to sell. I bot him four years ago from a farmer who did not ride her. Dot dot dot. I put the Sadly on and not bad. She has the speed. Is it a girl or a boy? <laughs> this horse has the balding face and the spots on body areas. Dot dot dot. <laughs> Will you come rider? She is. Comma perfect. Too nice, behavior and temperament. Dot dot. You bring cash only and wagon, and I load horse in. Email. <laughs> what? What? Who loads a horse in a wagon? What the heck? You can't even call it a trailer. Oh, good lord! Somebody go save that. I need that horse, honey. We're going to Hereford. Well, I'm gonna find out where that is. <laughs> No soul, no soul, no soul. I'm not allowed to have it. I'm not allowed to look at it. always surprises me on some of the words that are spelled incorrectly or the simple little ones, and then they spell the big ones right. It's just, yeah, it surprises exactly. me. Dorian sent this one in Athletic Gaming or Jumping Prospect. Lucy is our Kentucky bred thoroughbred stallion, a tw- 2008 model out of a multiple race winner, lightly started on barrels, mostly written English, but was fine with the stock saddle too, recently started over jumps athletic and willing just had her first barrel competition it was all one sentence green but got a check oh they won something i guess hadn't turned a barrel mostly gipping in the winter months and definitely not afraid of water gipping g-y-p-p-i-n-g i don't know uh please don't reply unless you're serious a very versatile mare winter is coming less time and space to ride it's summer it just started (laughs) 
By the way, hair for Texas is just west of me. Um, so uh, I'm gonna have to go. Gonna have to go get, get yourself a bald faced painter. A bald faced painter. I need <laughs> Everybody it. Everybody needs one of those. Uh, it's actually not a bald faced painter. It's a balding face painter horse. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta get my wagon and go over there to south of Amarillo, Texas. Okay, finally the last one is Jenny. This is uh, Attica. Where's that? Is that Texas? That sounds like New York. Google that. All right, I'll look, I'll go that. You do, Jenny. I, I just want to know where all these places is. Maybe you guys should start putting that in. If yeah. you just put a little, I know there's a prison that, in Attica, but I don't. All I, I come up like, with is Attica Prison. <laughs> oh, where's that? <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Hold on. Oh my God. Well, it doesn't matter where Attica is because we ain't going. <laughs> this is the the title is nine year old gilding. Here you go. New York. This has, okay. Upstate. See, look at me knowing my my geography. Crazy project, untouched. You catch him and get him in the trailer, and he is yours forever. <laughs> Do not contact me in three months, colon, because he escapes from the pasture paddocks dollar round pen every third day. Because he kicks, chases, or otherwise bullies your other animals or family members. Because you did not realize hay would be so expensive. Because you no longer have time for him. Because you seriously underestimated your training skills. And after three months, he still can't be haltered. <laughs> Damn it, Zeus. <laughs> Hashtag you think this guy, this horse is going to a few homes every time? <laughs> uh, or she keeps taking him back. Yeah, one or the other. Well, some good ads today, people. Thank you very much for sending them in. Remember, if you submit your ads yourself, if you record them and send them to us, you can use the recorder on your phone or you can go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the voicemail banner on the right side and just record it into your phone. It comes to us through magic. Uh, you get double the <laughs> entries in the drawing if you do it either one of those ways. And we love hearing your, your sexy voices, so send them in. And, you know, speaking of sexy voices, we haven't had an accent from another country in weeks. So you all overseas need to get on it. I know you have bad ads over there, too. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Auditors, hang on. We'll chat for a minute or two after this. I'm going to uh, go get some work done and going out tonight to the World Equestrian Center. Lucky you. Spain to Gallant, everybody. looking at these muscles. Okay, auditors, you made it to the post show. Remember, this can get a little, well, shitty. So, it's not safe for work or the kiddos. Y'all have fun now. So, is it further now to Nevada to go to the sale? Yeah, I was just looking at these Mustangs. I'm like, Chad, you gotta see this, and I'm showing him them as you're playing the music out, and he <laughs> looked at me and goes, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Well, and so I want to see how far Carson City is. Like, I don't know if I could, if I left now, <laughs> would I make it? Yeah, it's probably a distance from where you are, I would think. Although it was a distance you had to do overnight when you did the last it, time. It took me, yeah, it was yeah. 12, 30 more physics, about 18 hours. Mm. Well, it might be less distance now. Let's see. Let's go with Norman. 
Oklahoma. No, it won't be less distance. That's not how those things work. <laughs> <laughs> you just come from a different side. Okay. Okay. If I left right now, I can make it there by without stopping. <laughs> <laughs> no bathroom breaks for you. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. It's, basically, it's 23 hours. Oh so what God. time does the adoption Is it really start? that far? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you you know you're going to hit traffic, and it's Friday, and you won't get there in time. Yeah, I'm helping Chad out here. I got to go. I got to get in the car. <laughs> so I have a way that you can do this next time. It starts at 10 a.m. Oh, my God. I can make it if it leave right now. <laughs> and you don't eat or or sleep or go and to the I bathroom. And I want the first horse and the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I have some lottery stories here for you that are kind of fun because I stopped playing the lottery. We're going to start again because now, now that prices are going up and you have to get 25 hours, you should start playing again, too. Because get this. I have a couple of truck driving ones that are fun. A California truck driver had a habit of buying lottery tickets in every state he drives through. He stops, gets gas or whatever, goes to the bathroom, and he buys a lottery ticket. His name is Quan Vo, and he's from uh, El Monte, California. And he was driving through Ocala, my hometown, stopped at the rest stop, bought a lottery ticket, and won a million dollars. Wow. Do you get to claim it if you don't live in the state? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter as long as you bought it in that state. Now, he has to come back to Florida to get it, but I'm sure he'll make a trip. Um, Another truck driver by the name of Howard Poole is in North Carolina, and he stopped at the Sandy Cross Mart in North Carolina, and he had bought a $20 scratch-off prize. Remember, we've had these before, and we're going, who can afford a $20 scratch-off ticket? Mm -hmm. Well, he won like $30 on the scratch-off ticket, so he bought a $30 ticket, which brought him $10 million. Oh, my God. (laughs) He had the option of collecting the game's prize annual annuity of $500,000 a year for 20 years or taking a lump sum of $6 million. Guess what he did? Lump sum. Yep, and he ended up with $4.25 million after state and federal taxes. You know... I would take four point two five million after. Dude, I would taxes. take the uh, annual one because it keeps all the riffraff from begging you for money. That is like, true. I'm sorry, and you I got five, you got a half a million coming in every year, and you got more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is he go- no, I think your husband would take it and put it all in Bitcoin. Um, so <laughs> now, the, this guy, this truck driver, he's uh, buying his mother a new home, and he's helping other family members, including his brother who has cancer. And he said, "I'll get to me later. I'll try not to let the money stuff change me." Wow. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. You I think it changes. <laughs> Illinois lottery fil- officials are still get this looking for a man who won fifty six million in a recent Mega Millions drawing, the largest prize won in the state in four years. Uh, get, this is where the story gets interesting. According to officials, the winning lottery ticket was purchased at a Sitco gas station, and the winner has not come forward to claim the prize. However, the employee at the store says they know who it was because the man actually shouted. I won, I won, I won the Mega Millions. He sat down on the floor. He fell to the floor, sat there a few minutes, got up and left, and nobody's seen him since. Employees at the store said they haven't seen the man in eight days, and nobody has seen him in eight days, and he hasn't claimed the prize yet. I hope he's visiting a lawyer. (laughs) Oh, my God, I hope he didn't get murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Lottery tickets did say in this, or lottery officials said, sign it immediately, put your name and address on the back, and sign it immediately. That's the first thing you do before you do anything. So I'm certain he's getting legal help at this point. I hope he didn't die of a heart attack in his house somewhere. Um, one Massachusetts cash ticket buyer bought 11 winning tickets on the same day. 
So apparently there's this $100,000 daily lottery they do there. Well, this lady, Judy Devine of North Attleboro, which I know where that is, actually. I live near there. Won a $100,000 prize 11 times on June the 9th. She bought multiple tickets with the same numbers on it. And they said that's not unusual. People do that. I don't know why people do that, but they do. And so she won $900,000 on June the 9th. I'll tell you why they do. Because it works. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so anyway, she walked away with that. And one last thing out of Massachusetts. Last month, a man was experiencing trouble with his washing machine. That's when he and his daughter decided to go to the laundromat. Well, while he was waiting for his laundry to finish, he purchased an instant ticket. He won $1 million in the Mass State Lottery in the instant game. And in Massachusetts, nearly 200 people won one million or more last year in the Massachusetts State Lottery, including prizes up to fifteen million dollars. Pack your bags, honey. <laughs> we're moving to Massachusetts. You know, I always said I wouldn't live in Massachusetts again, but I I never won anything while I was there. Just, that state just cost me money. I don't know how they're winning all this. They're giving away free money up there in Massachusetts. <laughs> Apparently, you go to laundromat, you win a million dollars. That's what I heard. I bet you. I bet you he's done bought himself a new washer. I bet he has a nice washer now. (laughs) So there's my lottery. That gives you hope. Go out and play the lottery, people. You're gonna need it. Play the lottery. Don't do it. You know my Bitcoin has not been doing so well since I started this whole process. I don't know. Well, you know, Chad's probably down a bit too because Bitcoin, baby. Yeah, because it's if he's saying it's up, he's lying his ass off to you. Uh, Yeah. I didn't get an answer. <laughs> it's down a lot. And um, I'm going to be talking to Karen, who talked me into this whole thing, uh, because I'm not doing so well since I started. Wow. So, anyway. so you're probably not going to get a paycheck this week, because I put yours in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You could have done that, but if you would have won money, or it would have gone up, would I have gotten extra? No. And it's time to close the show. Thank you, everybody. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now, go ride your horse.